0: to the parental advisory movie podcast i am one of your hosts jeff hall and with me from a undisclosed but actually really disclosed location is
1: patrick terry
0: <laughs> <laughs> here we go man our first yep. uh first skype uh <laughs> where we're actually skyping each other instead of somebody else
1: right so. thanks social distancing
0: i know right Ugh. <laughs> um we had actually planned on just doing it like normal. Uh, however, uh, my wife's working from home this week and I didn't I originally was gonna kick her out <laughs> of the dining room area and yeah, make her have to do work upstairs in the bedroom. Um, which she agreed to and she was okay with, but I, I today I was like, I don't know, she's already had some issues <laughs> computer wise. I'm right. like, I'll just go upstairs. <laughs> yeah. That's plus that's the, you know, more generally thing to do she's actually doing real work. <laughs>
1: so, cool. and, uh, Skype on my new laptop I got. To see if it works. So far, you. good,
0: awesome. Um, and my son and York's in the back room. Is in the playroom uh, playing Apex Legends. Apparently, his newest addiction. Um, so I didn't want to kick him out either. Feel bad about that. So I was like, you know what? We'll just uh, we'll just knock this. Out. We'll just so I'll just go upstairs. So I am uh, currently stretched out on the bed with a nice little setup going on, and um, you're on the floor.
1: <laughs> In the living room with the laptop on a chair.
0: Oh. Uh, well, you know. Make do with what you got, right? Yep. Awesome. Um, well, so that's, uh, that's part of what's going on. <laughs> what else is new? Uh,
1: well... We were, as We were talking before we recorded. We've been reading more books. Okay. Uh, James Patterson. The last one I read was The Exile. And then before that, it was The Chase. Uh, both were pretty decent books. I if I remember, The Chase kind of ended kind of... No, it was The Medical Examiner. That was the third book I read. That was pretty good, but it ended kind of weird. Like the ending was kind of eh, cheesy. Yeah. And then I was reading um, Tanahasi Coat's Coates, uh, Between the World and Me, okay. the other day. I thought it was going to take four hours, but the difference between James Patterson's book shots and this, yeah. the font is bigger, this one is a lot of words, so it took me pretty much the whole day to read. Oh, wow. But it was worth it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the weekend, didn't do anything, stayed in the house, and then um, played some Resident Evil 6. Okay. With their, with their own C-virus going on. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah. Um, but other than that, that's it. Just been relaxing, chilling, working as essential as needed, then otherwise staying in the house.
0: Sweet. I'm... Yeah, kind of the same. Uh, I'm trying to be essential, I'm directing people where to go. I'm like it's like, here, we're going to put you here. Um, to need basically to assist the uh, hospital staff with where they need to go because now they're getting screened um, as yeah. well as we are. As yeah. You and I. yeah right so everybody gets screened nobody gets any freebies we don't care titles yes uh i had someone try and tell me they were admin and not clinical i said that responses. <laughs> response is, oh that's cool um you still got to go down the hall to the right <laughs> i'm like i didn't hear anything you said after i didn't hear anything you said until you stopped talking i think that's what most people i think it, i finally know what it's like when people talk to me now right <laughs> like that's great jeff um you still got to. They gotta do that. It's like, it's <laughs> like, I'm in
1: here. You got to get screened.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so they got screened and so they've been doing that and I've been having to direct them doing that. Um, so we've been, <laughs> even when we're at home this weekend, we I took my temp yesterday cause I've gotten mm-hmm. in the habit. Now I just take it when I get home after yeah. work. I'm like, yep, still good. And then I take it. Uh, so I took it yesterday, um, twice just you know I don't, i've not felt sick at all um so i'm like well i'm gonna keep checking it and then so i checked it yesterday and last night and i checked it this morning um ruth checked her checked her as i go okay your screen you can get your mondays st- you can actually start work now because <laughs> you <laughs> so it's so, all right i need my monday sticker um yeah for me uh just you know uh He worked with his mom over the weekend, and um, Grace and I watched movies. So that's about it. And I cleaned a lot. So exciting times. And I've read two books, or listened. I've listened to one in the back, kind of to have background noise. Um, So out of 12 hours, I've listened to 30 minutes. So it's almost as if I skimmed the book. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna go back and listen to it. It's called the uh, Castle on Sunset. It's about the uh, Chateau Marmont uh, hotel, yeah. where many famous celebrities have stayed, and it uh, talks about different scandals and different issues of different things that have gone on there. So yeah. I'm kind of uh, kind of I definitely want to go back and listen to it. I'm very, I think it it, it sounds fat, very much fascinating. What I've listened to, I've been. You know, it's been very entertaining and very interesting. Uh, yeah. The second one that I'm in the middle of listening to is called Like Brothers. It's the it's by Mark and Jay Duplass. I actually have the book. Uh, Ruth got it for me, I think, for birthday, I want to say. Birthday, Christmas one. Uh, she got it for me. It's a gift. It's a signed copy. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, Jay Duplass does do some acting, but he mostly directs. Um, and then Mark Duplass does a crap ton of acting. He's one of those great character actors that everybody has seen and either does know or at least knows about him. Right. Um, and the two of them together produce a lot of TV shows and produce movies that, uh, a lot of people may not realize. So definitely, you know, if you, and they're just genuine, genuinely good people. So that's even the best part um if you go on his, on mark duplass's instagram um how he's dealing with uh having to stay at home is he takes 80 songs and then he uses I, forgot, I already forgot the name of it it's an instrument that has a keyboard but you blow you have to blow into it and mm-hmm. then it plays i forgot what it's called
1: i've seen um, that i've seen it used before so i know what you're talking about
0: yeah okay. so he's using one of those so what he does is he plays 80 songs and then he whenever there's a whenever it breaks into whatever solo it is he -hmm. plays the solo on that instrument it's freaking hilarious i love it and he's i mean he's very good at it um so i i recommend checking that out it's pretty funny um and the audiobook's really good because it's i was telling you that the way that it's read it's read by jay and mark and it's read in a way that uh it sounds more conversational than it, than someone just reading a book right. slowly articulately, you know, it's just like two guys talking like us. So it's yeah. almost, it's an audio book and podcast form <laughs> almost, you know, the right. way it's, uh, the way it's presented, it. presented. Thank you. It, I was like portrayed. No, that's not it. Thank you. Presented. You, you knew the word I was trying to get out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what'd you see at the theater? Oh, wait, never mind. Mm, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, my. I missed goodness. that. All right, man. Guess what? You get to go first. All
1: righty. So, the first movie that I watched was a movie called Fast Color. Um, apparently it came out last year, April 19th. of 2019. It's 100 minutes long. And the director is Julia Hart. Uh, we have, um, Man, I meant to the practice these names because I'm going to butcher them. Um, oh, crap. Uh, Gugu uh, Mbathra as Ruth. Lorraine Toussaint as Bo, who's Ruth's mother. You have Sanaya Sidney, who plays Lily, who's Ruth's daughter. You have Christopher Denham as Bill. Uh, David Streitharm. Hmm, I probably butchered that too, as Ellis. Uh, Levi Dillon as Henry. So the basic synopsis is, uh, Ruth is a woman with special abilities, but it starts off with her on the run from scientists, because what they want to do is capture her and then test her to figure out what may help her do what she does. Okay. Because apparently, the the world is in despair, and they feel like whatever they find out from their experiment from her can help the world with whatever the situation is. Because it doesn't really explain what's going on, but the world does look kind of desolate. There's no... Not really anything going there, like in the desert, basically. Oh, wow. Um, so, just a couple other notes. She has special abilities on the run. Um, the journey leads her back to her, uh, not only to her mom, but also her daughter that she left behind. So, Ruth has no control over her abilities, but um, she later starts to have a problem with drugs. So, first, she leaves home kind of has that wildlife, comes back home with the daughter, and then they show that her powers kind of get out of control, and she almost herms her daughter, so she leaves again, just okay. to kind of keep her daughter safe. And But then when she comes back, she starts learning more things. Um, her daughter has her abilities. They're a little different. Um, yeah. they're, she's, apparently they're able to break things and put them back together, but let's say something breaks that they had nothing to do with, once it's broken, it's broken. Okay. Unless they actually broke it, they can't fix it. And um, Ruth's abilities, where she kind of affects the Earth. Uh, okay. earthquake, Basically, by earthquakes. And um, she can control the clouds. like she Kind of like storms. She can make it rain if she chooses. Okay. Um, but I mean, I thought overall it was a pretty decent movie. It's a kind of a sci-fi. They have it labeled as a superhero movie. But I wouldn't call it superhero film. Right. It's more sci-fi. And... Yeah, sci-fi. She has special abilities, and some of the special effects are cool. But you know, depending on their budget, yeah, you know, it's pretty pretty obvious. But um, I think it's a pretty decent movie. It's not long. It's a pretty good um, performances from everybody involved, and um, yeah, I think it's worth checking out. I watched it on Hulu, but it's also on Prime okay. Video. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my second movie was Gringo. And that's a movie, I guess, I think it came in the theater for a while. It did. Check it. It uh, came out last March 8th, 110 minutes. Uh, the director is Nash Edgerton. Uh, the only information I found out as far as the, there was no budget, but the box office, it made $11 million while it was in theaters. Uh, and from the looks of it, I would say maybe, it might have been maybe a $20, $25 million budget they okay. may have had because they, they were in Mexico mm-hmm. and on location so probably had to spend a little money on that right so uh, starring you have David Oyelowo Oy you had <laughs> Oyelo, it you had it man Oyelowo who we saw, I saw in um, Don't Let Go yep and uh, he's playing Harold Soyinka uh, you have Charlize Theron which is weird because I didn't know that was her until after I was reading up more information about it
0: oh really
1: she like herself then looking back like, okay that was her Playing Elaine Markinson. Uh, you have Joel Edgerton as Richard Rusk. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried as uh, Sonny. Uh, Tandy Newton as Harold's wife, Bonnie Soyanka, um, uh Charlto Copley as Mitch Rusk. And uh, Paris Jackson as Nellie, which I don't remember seeing her. But Michael Jackson's daughter, Paris, is, makes a appearance. Oh,
0: okay. Gotcha.
1: Uh, so the basic synopsis is a action crime comedy that follows a mild-mannered businessman who is sent to Mexico to deliver an experimental marijuana pill when he is kidnapped by a drug cartel, and he must escape alongside a hired mercenary. So I watched the trailer before watching it, and then after watching the movie, I feel like the, the trailer doesn't exactly tell you what the movie's about. Even that synopsis doesn't tell you what it's about. Really? Um. I mean it, it it does I mean he does get kidnapped uh, basically he finds out that his company's going under he's not going to have a job
0: Yeah.
1: Harold finds this out and he finds out his wife's been cheating on him wants a divorce and not only that uh, Elaine and Richard he sees that as far as his value with the company it doesn't really exist so anyway they go to Mexico while there he finds all this stuff out and he's like you know what What's the point of being here? I can't go back home. I don't have a wife or a job. So he goes to this hotel, and he have these two young kids. He gets the room from them, but he has them pretend that they're kidnappers, calls Elaine and Richard, claiming to be uh, kidnapped, and they want $5 million, which he's basically trying to use to get his money to start over, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, that's a bust. But... They have a, a plant in Mexico. They're, they're um, I guess, Mexico site for their company where they're doing this experimental drug. And um, apparently there's a, um, I guess, <clears throat> cartel that's over that site. And he gets word that they're trying to break ties with them. So what he does is he wants to kidnap Harold because for some reason he thinks he's the boss because he's the only one that has access to the vault that has this medicine or the the pills. And so he sets up for them him to be kidnapped, even though he's being told, no, the two white folks, they're the boss. They no, yeah. no, no, he's got access, so he's the boss, that's who I need. <laughs> and so later on, he actually does get kidnapped for a little bit, but it's just a lot of craziness. The trailer does kind of mislead a little bit, but it's good because it doesn't really reveal what's going on, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's funny, action's decent, performances are great. Um, and then the ending, you know, kind of ended on a good little positive note. Surprise <laughs> ending to me. You know, don't see it a lot. Okay. I say what it is. But um, uh-huh. overall, I thought it was pretty decent. Um, kind of wish I'd seen it in the theater, you know, because I just, I guess I'm missing that theater aspect. It's kind of weird just watching the movies on TV. But um, i
0: kind of used to it at this point. <laughs> but no, I, I know what you mean, though, because I yeah. know you. Still trying to <laughs> break free from
1: having to go to a movie it kept me engaged because I was watching the movie kind of off and on. Then I finally was able to zero in on it and I was like, okay, this is actually pretty decent. It's a kind of clever. Um,
0: but, uh,
1: yeah, it was overall pretty good. I enjoyed it.
0: Cool. Awesome dude. Um, yeah, it's one that I had heard kind of mixed reviews on Yeah. and, uh, I was like, you know, I'll get around to it. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's when I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll watch that. I mean, if it's, but I'm at the house, which apparently I'm at the house a lot more now. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably check that one out. Um, yeah, so... Um, like you, I have a couple that I watched, obviously, streaming, because that's how we watch things. Um, although, I'll probably hit up Redbox today, to be honest. Um, I forgot what's coming out tomorrow. Um, but uh, there's a couple that I'm like, well... Yeah, I might go. You know, check those out now. I can't remember what they are, and that's the worst part. <laughs> yeah. I know there will be one of those. I'll pull up the. Like, oh yeah, those. Um, so, uh, like you, I checked out on, on. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Also on Hulu. Um, a movie I really wanted to check out during awards season, but it wasn't. I think it played at Belcourt for like a week at a weird couple weird random times. I think it played at the Mills. Uh, I think once. Like, it, it was one of those, like, 3 o'clock foreign language film movies. At <laughs> I'm like, I can't go to the 3 o'clock movies. Ever. That's yes. <laughs> just not how it works out. So, uh, I went... Anyways, uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, Oscar-nominated. Or Golden Globe-nominated. I don't think it was a nominee for an Oscar. Or maybe it was. Anyways. Uh, foreign language film from France. So, you think you're going to butcher names? Okay. Rest assured, I got... I'm gonna have you beat on this one. Um, I'll hold you here. <laughs> yeah, my one semester of French in high school, twenty-five plus years ago, is not gonna help me in this. Um, basically, Portrait of a Lady on Fire is an 18th century uh, takes. It's a the time period's 18th century France, uh, where a young painter, uh, Marianne, is commissioned to do the wedding portrait of. Heloise um, I'm sure French Heloise um, without her knowing therefore Marianne must observe her model by day to paint her portrait at night Uh, day by day the two women become closer as they share Heloise's last moments of freedom before the impending wedding basically so uh, the mother gets commissions Marianne to come paint Heloise because the last person they had there to try and paint the portrait mm-hmm. um, Basically left because the person would not Because Heloise would not sit and pose for the painting okay. So they couldn't ever get, you know Because she doesn't want to get married It's an arranged marriage gotcha. To um, oh, shoot, Malta? Malta News? That sounds correct no, Milan. That's, what, yeah, um, is where the husband's coming from. So he's not even French. They're going to have to go, you know, she'll have to go to another country. She's not really excited about that because obviously she didn't speak the language, nor does she know who this guy is and won't ne- meet him until she, you know, before the wedding. So she's all about not wanting, you know, she's rebelling more or less for good reasons. And so they... Uh, so Marianne's having to, the cover story, I guess you could say, is that Marianne is there to um, basically be—I don't want to say like a hired, like a hired friend—but basically, whenever Heloise decides she wants to go out on a walks, yeah. uh, she's companion. There we go. She's okay. to be her walking companion essentially. Um, you, through the course of the film, you learn that Heloise's sister committed suicide. Um, because she was suffering from depression, and um, and also having a tough, you know, tough go of it. So she ended up jumping off these cliffs, which is another reason why the mother wanted Heloise to have a companion when she walks, kind right. of prevent her from doing, you know, from doing the same thing her sister did. because um, she knows that Heloise is not cool with this whole arranged marriage. So. Um so they become friend, you know become close the and uh Marion's having to paint you know like you know having to paint her from memory and uh, what this film really does well is telling the story without a lot of without having to use it tells a, a story tells the story um a lot just visually okay not just not just you know, like, yeah, just not not just with dialogue, but with but with having to but just showing the way it's directed and shot. It just shows a lot without them actually having to say much, which is great because whenever they do like nice little zoom-ins on like her, just say like Heloise's hands, just so they can and how they are how they uh, how she kind of rests them, so she knows how to paint them later yeah. on so and it just shows that from her perspective it's really cool how they do that um they end up becoming close and then um sparks fly no pun intended um but sparks fly they uh it's, it's not really an affair cause she's I mean, it's an arrangement but they you know become romantic okay. and you know puts a uh, puts a little piece of uh uh, drama and conflict into the movie more so than just you know in a few days she's going to have to leave right so um, it's very well I mean it's beautifully directed beautifully shot can definitely see why it got all the nominations if uh, I don't know I think if Parasite hadn't won I could see Portrait of the Lady taking, take possibly taking it because it is a beautiful story it's a beautiful story obviously it's french so it's subtitled but it's i mean it's beautiful loved it it's two hours and two minutes certain parts of it kind of feel slow but uh, overall it's a good steady pace i'd watch it again probably i can see myself now i don't like period pieces normally it's not my jam um but you know i will watch them from time to time um but it's not, so then I'm like, oh, thank God, it's Kira Knight to boostiate again. I yeah. guess I need to watch, I have to watch this. Yeah. Not my thing. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm going to try, it because I'm not going to try and skip out on saying who's in it. Um, pretty much nobody, unless you watch French films, would know who these actors, there's no American actors, so they're all French ones. Uh, I think it's Noemi. Uh, Merlant plays Marianne. Adele, but they're different. So, ADL, I think. Uh, Haines, Hainel, um played Heloise. Um, there's also uh, kind of like a maid or house servant uh, named Luana, or her name's, the actress's, actress's name is Luana Bajormani, uh, who plays Sophie, who plays the housemaid. I just, something just popped in my head. There's no male actors in this movie. Wow. I don't think. Oh, wait. At the very beginning on the boat, the, the people, the, uh, this, I guess sailors? I don't know. The guys rowing the boat, there's those guys, but I don't, I think there's only one line, and then that's it. So after that, after she climbs, you know, after she gets off the beach and goes up to the house, there's no dudes after that. <laughs> Just thought about that. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then it was directed by Celine uh, Skiama, who uh, also directed Tomboy and Girlhood. Um, interesting piece of trivia is that before the filming of this movie, um, the director and the actress who played Heloise were. Uh, were in, had previously been in a re, in a, a relationship <laughs> so that was interesting um, but they broke up amicably uh, before the movie before they started filming the movie so that's a uh, that's interesting They're still able to work together exactly and <laughs> yeah. make an amazing film yeah. I think honestly I think something like that probably would have helped right you know or, at least when it comes to a story like this yeah maybe not other stories but um i could see where it could add add something to it uh, maybe not um let's we'll see uh well and apparently the role of heloise was written with the actress in mind who played her so there you That's go cool. and it's the third collaboration of the two of the two of them so probably because they were in a relationship at the time right um it did, uh, it did win the uh, Palme d'Or at the 2019 Cannes Film Festival, um, but it was, the fan, it was the critics and journalists' favorite to win, but Parasite ended up winning instead. So, um, yeah, and like it says here in the trivia, there's only a handful of short dialogue lines spoken by men in the film, so... Um, the paintings were I was were not painted by the actress, obviously. Um, it was painted by someone else, but the painter worked closely with the actress to mm-hmm. show her like the lines and different ways of to do the paint. You know, that
1: so she She knows what she's doing. Yeah,
0: she could always pretend like she knows what she's doing. Um, the film was shot in 8K instead of like 4K, like 8K. Uh, the director wanted to capture a large dynamic range of colors. And for the film to feel uh, contemporary whereas 35 millimeter felt too timeless so I'm like okay I can see that and I mean I'm glad they did because it is be- I mean it's beautiful there's beautiful scenery and landscape um, there so I would I recommend it if you like foreign language films yeah obviously um, if you don't like reading your movies <laughs> um, then obviously you're not gonna like it but it is. I would recommend it though. I really thought it was a beautiful movie. Um, like I said, even I would watch this one again. And I'm not big on period pieces. I've gotten more comfortable with uh, subtitles, so I don't. To me, it's not as big of a thing. I guess I'm maturing in <laughs> that in that in that respect. That I don't. And, you know, to me, it's like, oh, cool. That's fine. Let's put it on. Um, Let's see here. What was the other one? Oh, so uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, now on Hulu. I would recommend it. Go for it. Um, second movie on Amazon Prime. <coughs> we just talked about this trailer on the last episode. It's called Blow the Man Down. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. It is. Uh, this movie is about Mary Beth and Priscilla Conway attempt to cover up a gruesome run in with a dangerous man to conceal their crime, the sisters must go deep into the criminal underbelly of their hometown, uncovering the town's darkest secrets. So it's gonna be hard talking about this one, to be honest, because there's a lot going on. <laughs> so basically uh the two actresses, uh Sophie Lowe, who plays Priscilla, and um Excuse me, and uh, let's see. I who plays Mary Beth. Hold on. You think I'd be a little more prepared for this? Shame on me. Um. Dang it! I already forgot her name. I'll think. I'll think of it here in a second. Oh, here we go. Uh, Morgan Saylor uh, plays Mary Beth Connolly. Uh. Also in it is uh, Annette O'Toole from. Mm-hmm. 80s and 90s films, um, or if you grew up watching Smallville, she played um, Clark Kent's mom in the movie or in the TV show. Okay. You played Lana Lane in Superman three. Why do I know that? That's terrible. Because <laughs> it's the least. Well, no, no, it's Superman four. so we're Superman. Um, Quest for Peace. Yeah. Um. We'll yeah. That for yeah. Little- <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyways one of my favorite character actors uh, Margot Martindale if you've seen a movie any movie there's a good I would say a good 80% chance she was in it and if you saw a picture you'd be like oh yeah I, yeah, she's in that I've seen her in something she's been in Walk Hard she played uh, Dewey Cox's mom in it mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite independent films uh, The Hollers with John Krasinski, John Krasinski, uh, Anna Kendrick, and um, and others, is really good. She plays the crazy mom in it. Um, she's also done voice acting for movies. She was in the kitchen. She played Helen O'Connell or O'Carroll. I mean, uh, in the kitchen. She's in Sneaky Pete the TV show. Uh, she was she played Dee Dee's mother uh, in the Act from Hulu TV show. Um, she's in The Americans. Like I mean, I could go on, and on and on. Downsizing, Cars Three. Um, yeah. Let's see, Howers, Trying to think of other movies that she, people might recognize her from. But I mean, she's had a career that's. Lasted that's gone, spanned like 30 years. uh, One of my favorite other independent films, Win to Win, about wrestling. She was in, Um, she was in Dexter. Uh, She played Camilla in Dexter. Um, Anyways, she's been in a bunch of things. If you don't know who she is, you should because she's awesome and everything. I may actually, I may even try and reach out and see if I can get her to come on. I don't even know. I just. I mean, she's just had a one of those movie careers that just la- that span decades, and would just be interesting to talk to. Yeah. I re- she kind of plays the uh, she plays the she's basically a madam in this town she, that has this house with uh, girls that you know basically she runs hookers out of a house, and um, this movie takes place in a small town in Maine. So one of the girls leaving a bar. So the parent their mom had passed away. And so one of the girls was grieving, was at a bar, got intoxicated, thought a guy was following her the that you know, had hit on her at the bar. She thought she was about to get attacked and raped. So she tries to hide and the guy keeps looking after her, you know, trying to find her. And then she takes an axe and kills him. You know, just with one blow. Um So then now she freaks out and calls her sister and they have to hide the body. So, and then it's about covering that up, but there's also like another death that's occurred that the girls don't know about. So the police are investigating both and they're kind of, you know, the small town police department trying to figure out, you know, know, trying to figure out what's going on. But there's also like this weird dynamic within the community of these women that kind of more or less run, you know, try and more or less run this, run the town. Yeah, and uh, it's very interesting. It's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting movie. Um, it's obviously an independent film. It, it, uh, it's good storytelling. It could be slow in parts, so that might um, deter people from wanting to watch it. I watched it while I was doing laundry <laughs> on my iPad. Uh, I watched it when I wasn't doing laundry. <laughs> um while uh, Grayson was having since she can't go to dance class she they're doing a a zoom conference thing where they everybody basically gets on and then they still have their dance class via the zoom conference right so anyways while she was doing that I couldn't stay in the living room because I really feel like being on camera um shocking I know uh, <laughs> but uh, so I'm like living room or a dining area. So I'm watching that there or watching in the background while York work plays. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it might, again, it might be kind of slow for some people, right? But it's great acting, uh, especially by, I mean, Margo Martindale kind of steals the show, but some of the older ladies that are, you know, they're trying to run the town. They put in some good, solid performances. Um, the stories. Okay. I mean, it's okay, um, but uh, kind of yeah. But I, I still enjoyed it though. I'd still i I'd, I'd probably watch it again if if for any, no other reason to watch the performances. <coughs> Excuse me. But lastly, uh, thank you iTunes and the one benefit I guess of, of the theaters closing, movies are coming out to iTunes a lot quicker. Because obviously they don't know when things are going to blow over, so they're getting re- things are getting released to to uh, streaming a lot, or at least you know iTunes, and I'm sure other formats as well, <clears throat> quicker. So Birds of Prey uh, dropped last Tuesday, and so I downloaded it. I think I don't you know this weekend. I think so. I finally got to watch Birds of Prey from the beginning. Right. I didn't have to worry about it about movie times because I because <laughs> I started it so I was curious I was gonna I was like okay I'm gonna see exactly how much I missed because yes. I'm gonna look at the time code whenever uh, to the point where I walked in and see you know exactly how many 50 minutes I missed 50 minutes of the movie Wow it's a big chunk yeah no wonder why I'm like yeah I mean for what I saw it was good. I enjoy this movie so much more because I've seen, not just because uh, I've seen it from the beginning. The pacing is so much better when you watch it from the beginning. It makes more, I mean, you can pick up what's going on, but <clears throat> um, fairly easily. Because the, the one thing, uh, the one thing this movie did was, which, so it's kind of good and bad at the same time. Right. It's good because if you're like me and come in apparently halfway through a movie, um, it doesn't take long because they do these little cuts, like these little stop cuts, where they're right. telling the narrative and then they stop, go to a flashback, or tell an origin story real quick, and then cut back to where they're at. Right. That's cool from a, you know, especially if you're coming in, like I said, late yeah. to the movie, it makes it, it makes the... Uh, Makes it easier to pick up what's going on. <laughs> <clears throat> the problem is, when you're watching it from the beginning, you're like, well, you've already seen this character, like Huntress. Huntress is yeah. like, origin thing, or whatever. We're already like an hour into the movie. You've already seen her like once or twice. I'm like, should have kind of introduced her at the beginning. True. And so that part, I kind of, yeah. But at... Because when I came in late, I just assumed this is the first time she's been seen. Right. So <clears throat> I'm like, okay, that's cool. I like how they're doing that. But when you've already seen her once or twice from the beginning, I'm like, oh. Well, then they should have put this at the beginning. But um, you know, that's kinda it's kind of nitpick. It's kind of nitpicky, but it's. But I'm just, you know, it's kind of just my view. But it's it's a fun movie. I mean, start to finish, it's fun. I honestly think they could have made this PG-13. I think they just made it rated R just so they could drop some F-bombs. Because the yeah. violence isn't really that graphic. No, not bad at all. They could have made it more graphic. They just chose not to, yeah. which is fine. I'm cool with that. I, I almost think they did it so that they could make pull a Deadpool 2 and drop a PG-13 cut. Right. And then all they got to do is take out a couple of F-bombs.
1: Yeah,
0: that's it. I mean, it's really, really yeah. it. Like, I'm debating. I'm going to watch it one more time. Before I'm like, York, if you want to watch this, you can watch this. Because it's just a few F-bombs. Right. Or <laughs> worse around the house. <laughs> from that, me, probably.
1: It, and it seemed like what they tried to do with Suicide Squad, they did with this. It almost succeeded.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's basically what it is. Yeah. Um, but it is a lot of fun. I don't... I don't know about you and McGregor in this movie, though. I just... I almost... I don't know. His character is definitely a different portrayal of Black Mask in the comics. Yeah,
1: like, Black I
0: don't Mask know. in the in the comics is just very like he never takes the mask off. Like you've, right. I've never seen Black Mask in the comics with the mask off. This one you only see with the mask on once.
1: And then when he does, it kind of looks weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the voice doesn't match with the you <laughs> would what would you would expect coming out of the mask. Right. So.
1: Cause I played the Arkham Origins game where he's in it. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, yes, yeah, because di- that's don't that's the first time I seen that character. And I'm like, yeah, it's really different, really over the top, flamboyant even.
0: Yeah. But oh well. And he's not in the con like it's in the comics. He's portrayed like not <laughs> that way. Darker. Which that's a directorial thing or an actor, decision, which is fine. I don't, I don't mind it. I just think, I don't know. It seems weird, but it like don't mean weird a- that he's being flame. It's just a weird character choice, I guess. Yeah.
1: Maybe they shouldn't have had him be like mass. He's just been somebody else.
0: Exactly. Yeah, Which would have been fine too. Yeah. Um but no, I mean I again watching it start to finish now, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more. Um I don't know, part of me still wanted something more from it. I don't I'm not sure what though. I don't know what they could have done.
1: Yeah. Um I think it could have went a little harder R.
0: Maybe. But at the same time it's so colorful it would have been it might have taken away from it. Or hard for it to be taken seriously for a hard R. Um, for as col I mean, as much colorful and excuse me, as much colour as in it. It'd be like trying to make Batman Forever a hard R, you know what I mean? Because uh, it's yeah. just so there's so it's just so I don't want not over the top, but there's just so much color. And brightness to it, it would have, the tone would have would have been weird on it, I think.
1: Imagine tones, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it's just a me thing, I, but still think people should watch it for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, bro, that's my three. Um. So trailers, real quick. I've only got two. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, I because... Mean, which kind fun. of makes sense. We may not be doing a trailer segment because... <laughs> we may not be doing a trailer segment because they're not really releasing any. Because unless you're going to try and drop one for that something that comes out later in the year, I guess. Right. Um, hold on, I'm trying to look it up so I can give you the... Oh, I spelled it wrong. Stupid me. Um, so the first one is Coffee and Kareem. Coffee and cream. Kareem. K-A- oh. Kareem. K A R E E M. Okay. 12 uh, year old Kareem Manning hires a criminal to scare his mom's new boyfriend, police officer James Coffee but it backfires forcing coffee and Kareem to team up in order to save themselves from Detroit's most ruthless drug Kingpin starring Ed Helms as uh, James coffee. Um, Betty Gilpin's in it. Who's in uh, glow. Um, Trajee, uh P Henson plays Vanessa Manning and I'm trying to think who plays Kareem. Terrence Little Garden High, who he's, I guess he's on, like, he looks like a Disney kid. Yep, Disney kid. Uh, he's in Henry Danger, Speechless, Danger Force. So he's a Disney kid. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that one's coming out. Um, so comedy. Ed Helms Comedy. I guess we'll see. Probably will be a good streaming movie. <laughs> right. Um and then the second one's definitely a kid's movie. It's called The willowbees Bees. It's animated. Um Convinced they'd be better off raising themselves, the Willoughby children hatch a sneaky plan to send their selfish parents on vacation. The siblings then embark on their own high flying adventure to find the true meaning of family. Uh, voices, uh, voice acting by Will Forte, Martin Short, um, Elise, Le, Alessia Kara, um, Jane Krakowski, Ricky Gervais, Maya Rudolph, Terry Crews. Oh, Sean Cullen. I like him. Um, Sean Cullen's been on, it's a guy that's done a lot of work, uh, comedian that's been on Doug Loves Movies podcast a lot. Um, and then... a few other people so it sounds like it'll be a good movie for the kids and that is it as far as animated um or as far as trailers not much else everything else is coming out that's coming out is or at least trailer wise is for tv so uh apple tv's got a new one with uh with uh, Chris Evans in it that I'd like to watch, but I'm um, not enough to not enough to uh, subscribe to Apple TV. <laughs> you know the. Um, I saw
1: a screenshot of that.
0: Looks might be interesting. <laughs> oh, looks really good. Is it Defending Jacob? I think is the name of it. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: Yeah, that was really good. And then uh, Ozark season three. Uh, which I didn't watch season two because I was cool after season one. I mean they shoot it in the hell do they shoot that at I think they shoot it in either Arkansas or uh, maybe Georgia that sounds more correct instead of actually shooting it at wake of the Ozarks which is which I've frequented uh, been through more times than I can count because it's the halfway point uh, between Columbia Missouri and Springfield Missouri Uh, the three hour drive it's right at the halfway like an hour and a half um it's a nice little tourist trap. Just it's just a big lake with a bunch of mini golfing mini golf and go karts. And then they have like resorts there. Um that a lot of people go to. So that's really all that's there. <laughs> I mean, there's really none oh and like two outlet malls. Okay. Yeah, that's about it. Um yeah, otherwise it's like oh T V stuff. Speaking of T V stuff look at me segwaying <laughs> next week um i post this question to you because um move, you know since there isn't a whole lot uh being released um and i'm not sure what all is that, you know coming to Redbox for us to be able to watch um i threw out the suggestion about maybe doing a uh, for next week's doing a tv episode yeah Doing an episode in which we talk about TV. There we go. Not us doing an episode for TV. <laughs> which, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm thinking kind of throughout there, maybe do like uh, maybe top five of what we've been watching lately or what we what we've liked watching here in the past few weeks, you know, during yeah. all of this. Maybe a top five of what you would recommend to other people. And then um, I think, as of right now, we'll have a guest. <laughs> okay. For this. And then, and for me, it'll be an in-house guest. because um, I, I I was telling Ruth about it. I said, uh, "So that's you know, I think we might do a TV episode next, a special TV episode next week." She goes, "Oh, that's my wheelhouse." I said, cool. "Well, you're more than welcome to join us if you'd like." It's like, okay, right. so. We'll see. <laughs> Stay tuned. Far okay. borrow, borrow from the TV. So, um, I have a feeling a lot of it will probably be Disney shows or tween. She likes the tween shows. I don't know. It's She always has. Yeah. Um, but this could be any TV. We're not, we won't just make, it could be a narrative. It could be doc, documentary, which would be like reality TV yeah. style if you want to. Um. It could be any of that
1: series we've completed or series we're currently watching.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I tell you what, let's do. Yeah. Uh, we've either completed, and then um, if we have time, if we have time. We could do a list of some of our favorites. Yeah. That we've watched, and then if it's available for streaming, we can we can a list uh, where it's available and everything. Okay. So I think that sounds like an awesome idea. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be fun. So, we'll uh, put something on the group page so other people can list their favorites too. Right. And uh, try and take part. So, yeah, man. I think that's. that's uh, I would uh, pull out my calendar to let you know what's coming out. Um, but I have a feeling it's not going to work. I don't even know where we're Dude, this is our last one for March because yep. tomorrow's the last day. Um,. Yeah, because, uh, <clears throat> oh, this probably worked out for the best. The New Mutants was supposed to come out Friday. <laughs> that movie can't get a break. I know, right? It's like, it's, totally, man. I'm telling you, they should have just gone with streaming. Yeah, Watch it'll, that. Watch that's on, what's
1: going to end up happening. Put it on Hulu. I mean, yeah. it probably won't go on
0: Disney not it No, it'll go on FX instead.
1: <laughs> well, what's put it with on? like
0: commercials or something.
1: That should be Hulu. So yeah,
0: yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, Peter Rabbit Two was supposed to come out. Mm. Um, the Lovebirds with uh Kimmel and Issa Rae. That,
1: that, that would have been it. That might come out streaming. It might do that. Yeah, I think third, like it might be going to Netflix. Oh yeah.
0: okay. I think it might be going to Netflix. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I'm curious how they're gonna. You know if uh I'm curious in, to see in the next couple of weeks, yeah. to see if um, if they're gonna do like what they did with Invisible Man, uh, The Hunt, and uh, Emma, with just releasing them to rent for twenty dollars on iTunes and the other streaming platforms or the other platforms um, okay. where you can rent. How they're gonna do that? I'm curious if they're gonna if they're like, well, this was kind of failed because not a whole a lot of people you know, wanting to pay $20 to rent it, which I get it because if you like, I mean, it's a good deal. If you are watching it and you watch it more than once, right? Um, cause you'll have 48 hours. You can watch it as many times as you want within 48 hours. Yeah. Um, or if you're watching it, you know, if more than one people one more than one person is watching it, then it kind of evens out price wise. True. You know, cause it costs that much, just two people to go. Um, like I've thought about uh, running The Invisible Man so Ruth can watch it because I think she would like it cause it's, not, it's, it's the kind of scary movie she likes uh, but uh, I'm curious if how if they're going to continue doing that or if there are some I know they're just releasing early to iTunes and you can still purchase Right, I'd rather just so, buy it <laughs> Right. If I'm gonna pay twenty dollars, just let me own it. Yeah. I mean and which, yeah. And then if you do an update with extras, then fine. You know, people can double dip what they want. But that's yeah. But I almost think it I think a lot of it's a revenue thing, how they divvy up the revenue. Yeah. Like if they do it for rent, they could just go ahead and apply that to their domestic they could apply it to their box office. But if you do it to buy, then it has to go to their like home video. That's true. Revenue. <clears throat> I don't know if that's the thing. I'm just guessing that that prob- that's, seems like it would be. <laughs> I guess it depends on how the rent- rent- renting situation works
1: out. If that yeah. works, then they'll probably keep it going otherwise. Straight buy, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Maybe. Maybe. Um, like Because Will- holding on to it is not... Because them holding on to it is not servicing anybody. No. It's not... I mean, they're not making any money by holding it. No. And they're not... Gain anything by you know they'll uh, they only gain.
1: I mean, they could still do a theatrical release later, like limited.
0: Right, you know, just like they would with any it. other movie. You know, if it's popular enough, people yeah. go back and do it. So I like don't with,
1: know. I still want to see it in the theater, even if they release it digitally. Yeah. If they put it in theater, I'm still gonna see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's just like uh, releasing movies for like a 40th anniversary or a 20th anniversary, or hell, even 10th. Tenth anniversary. People are still going to go see it because they yeah. like seeing things on a bigger screen.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of anniversary movies coming out that won't get shown now. Yeah, they had a lot yeah. of planned release, but right. Oh well. c virus said no, 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 no. Not, <laughs> Not. today. Oh,
0: nope. <laughs> so. All right, man. Well, I think that's all I got. You man. good? All right.
1: I'm gonna try to finish up Tiger King
0: this week. Yeah, man. Got to so we can talk about it. Yeah. I watched it twice. I okay. watched it originally last Monday, after uh, after we got done, and I was getting all the getting it all uploaded and getting everything put together. I watched it almost the entire season in a day. Um, I had two episodes I had to finish watching, and uh, then um, Ruth and I watched it the past two nights. We split it up because I told her she's got to watch it. So um, if she joins us, I'm for sure. I know we're, we'll be talking about that one. (laughs) Probably take up the bulk of the conversation. I'm sure. Um, Yeah, it's God. That movie's bonkers or that shows bonkers. Yes. All right. That's the other thing. I'm going to end up saying movie instead of show like all next. Oh, well, we'll get over it. Um, all right, man, I guess that's it. Um, I guess for myself, uh, Jeff Hall, and my cohort from uh, across the from across the screen here.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Patrick Terry.
0: <laughs> all right, we will. see you all next week. Everybody, stay safe and uh, you know keep doing what you're doing. Social distancing.
1: If you don't go out unless you have to.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah.